in preparation for Mother's Day, which is coming right up, I am super excited to bring you a conversation with my client Shannon about her issue with always working and not getting solid sleep, which by the way is so essential for business owners when they're going for more. You absolutely need the energy and clarity of thought that comes from solid sleep. How both of these issues stem from an unresolved double bind with her mother. Now this is a two-parter, so remember to check back in next week for the follow-up Coaching Uncut call where we resolve this double bind. Enjoy the episode and thanks for listening. Hello, hello. How are you? I am well. My financials haven't changed since yesterday. Okay. But I did do my follow-ups with everyone and I should be getting my 11K tomorrow at 1.30 and I'm waiting to hear back in regards to the other 4,500 that I know is in the works. So. And is that 11K and 4,500... Um, would that change the financials? You weren't counting that in. I wasn't counting that previously, no. Okay, That will fantastic. change the financials. That will change the financials tomorrow. Okay, fantastic. Good for you. Okay. okay. So um, we were talking about sleep, I believe. Is that true? Yes, we were. Okay. Is that what you would like to continue to discuss today? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So tell me how that's going for you. Did you do it again tonight? I did I did try it again last night. Um though I woke more than the night before, I was at least able to get myself back to sleep by call it a blessing or a curse. I my body's pretty darn awesome that it knows time without seeing time that it, like, I always wake up, like, ten if I'm asleep, I always wake up 10 minutes for the alarm clock, et cetera, et cetera. So what I did notice last night is I had much more broken sleep than normal. I asked my husband how he slept, and he had mentioned the comment that he, had, um, he was pretty um, light sleeping also. But also, I ponder for myself if I was such a light sleeper last night because I was trying to be so cautious with my one dog that I had to go to the emergency vet last night to make sure that she wasn't itching her ears or banging into a wall with her um, e-collar. So I'm pondering if that's why I was such a light sleeper waking up quite a bit last night because I was trying to be aware of that. Okay. So you were like mama bear there. I, I yeah, because I think that's why. Because what I'll say is, it hasn't been like it historically has been to where my mind just goes out of control when I wake up. I was able to get myself back to sleep, you know, within about like ten to fifteen minutes, which is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'm having some positives on my sleep. I still don't remember the last time that I've ever slept more than five hours straight without waking up in some method. Mm-hmm. But at least what I've noticed, at least the last two nights of, I'll call it intentional sleep, when I wake up, I'm not um, up for an hour plus, laid in bed, just can't go back to sleep. Okay. And when you ask the question, 
what, what, I mean, there was one question was like, what's the point of me waking up every hour, right? Uh-huh. That was one question. But you didn't get an answer to that. Is that correct? I had an old echo answer, but I think it's a polluting echo answer. The echo answer, of course, being, you know, you're not going to get everything done in, you know, X many hours during the day. So, you know, get up. You know, I'm waking you up. You're waking up because you know that you got stuff to get done. Uh-huh. You know? Okay. And when you say an echo answer, uh, do you mean, I think that that's what my subconscious is saying to me, and I know it's not consciously true, or do you think that that's not really what's going on? I think that that's the... I think that's my go-to reaction when I wake up during a work day, um, during the work week. That if I'm up, I should be working. So I think that that's the um, where I say it's like the echo that where I'm able to subside it by trying to be able to go back to sleep. But that's normally one of my first. That seems to be the the answer that I'm, you know getting, but it's, I don't know how to describe it, so I should say, it's not as loud as it was previously. So I don't think it's a real answer. That's why I was saying I think it's more of an echo. I don't even know if I'm speaking English to you when I'm trying to describe it. I understand. I'm just pausing yeah. to think here. So here's the thing. If, if you think at some level, subconsciously, that Anytime you're awake, you need to be working. Consciously, what do you think about that? Consciously, it brings on guilt. It keeps going back to, you know, guilt of being self-focused instead of broader focused with the goals that it can have to other people. So if you're always working, you actually feel guilty about that consciously. Yes, I do. Okay. So then we have a bit of a double bind. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Do you yes. get that? Okay. I do. Subconsciously, you think, I need to be working all the time. Consciously and probably somewhat subconsciously, you think, I need to be present for my husband, right? Yes. That, that's the big one that we've talked about before. Yes. Okay. And so it's a no-win situation. True. Who wins if you don't win? Just answer whatever comes to you even if it doesn't seem correct. Who wins if I don't win is the persons who I've had previous uh, professional relationships with that um, were of the position that uh, without feeding from my 
from the teat of my corporation or company, you're never going to make it. So I'm so, I'm very. Are we speaking about the people that you used to work for? Yeah, at my old firm. At your old firm, okay. At my old okay. firm, yeah. Okay. And who did they represent to you? I mean, I know in in uh, consciously they are the people that you used to work for. If you lose, if you don't win, they win. Ha, ha, ha. We were right. Okay. Oh, it's totally my mom. It sounds so bad, but I swear my mom's not the world's worst person in the world. But it kind of goes back to my mom because my mom keeps score at times. Yeah. yeah. And she is the She's the first, it's easier for her to say the negative and celebrate in the negative happening because it makes her superior because she called out the negative initially. That's a big one. Do you, do you get how big that is? I don't think I do. Can you help me get, walk through that? Yes. So if you, if your mother, who you love, who was the provider of security when you were a child, if she wants you to lose so that she can celebrate the loss, not consciously, okay? She's not rooting against you consciously, okay? Yeah. But that's just her pattern, okay? That's how she finds success in this world. That's how she knows that she's safe, okay? Yeah. I saw that the negative might happen, and look at it was pro proven true. Therefore, I have certainty. I've been successful here. Okay? Yes. And there's, there's some security in that certainty. There's a lot of security in it, not just some. Now, okay. if you love your mother, how can you be successful and at the same time be loyal to her? Help ah. her win. Okay? Okay. So that's a no win, what we would call a no win situation. Okay. I, I see where you, I see it now. Thank you. You're welcome. So then what do you do? Okay. Now you can't unsee it, which is great. Okay. And now we have to do it differently. Now we have to say to our subconscious that, that mom doesn't lose. If I win, because consciously talk to me about how mom would feel if you won. Is mom still alive? I can't remember. Uh, mom is still alive right now. Mom's suffering from vascular dementia. So she's not really there. But um, when in her right mind, because that's kind of like one of the weird things about my mom. Um, as an example, I'm the first one that went to college in my family. And what I thought was really interesting was at my college graduation, she ended up purchasing a class ring for herself under the guise of, well, you know, I'm celebrating in this too because this is my accomplishment, you know, along with yours. And, uh, you know, and so I'm going to wear this class ring with pride. And you'll get it when I, when I pass. Something like that. I thought that was really weird. Um, and it's not that my mom was ever, trust me, in our home, Scholastics was big. But so it's not always that she's celebrating in 
the failure, but she always has to be on the winning side, kind of, sort of. I don't know how – and that's where I say the comments that – about the negativity, about the negative result or the, you know, whatever results you would say. Now, this is interesting what we're talking about today. I hadn't even thought of this. Yeah. So but, let's yeah. go back to the, the class ring for a moment. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Like, can you tell me a little bit more about how that made you feel that she bought this class ring for herself? I felt a little insulted, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. Because I'm sitting down, I'm like, okay, well, I get, Mom, you couldn't go to college, um, you know, because of your life choices you made at that time. I believe anybody can pursue something if they consciously want it. But I thought that was just really, really, it was odd. I could only best compare it to, like, your mother or your mother-in-law wearing a white dress, a white long dress on your wedding day. Under the yeah. guys, no, no, I'm here to celebrate with you, but you're taking attention. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So she needs to win. Yeah. Okay. This is a big double bind, Shannon. This is a really interesting double blind. Yeah. Yeah. So the question that I want to leave you with tonight is, and you can ask yourself before you go to sleep if you want, or you can ask yourself consciously and journal about it, okay? Uh-huh. Either way works. Both be both. Okay, see what comes up. Are you willing to let your mother lose so you can win? That's question number one. Question number two is what would both of you winning look like? And I'm very curious what I end up coming up with the last one because I can't just right now, as you say, what would both of us winning look like? I have a hard time seeing that just right now. So that's going to be a really interesting one for me to focus on. Because whenever I think of a situation of, quote, both of us winning, it's always the first thing that comes to my mind is the class ring. (laughs) Yeah. Which is not both of you winning, right? A different version of that event would be, hey, baby, I am so proud of you. I'm putting your graduation photo on the wall. I'm telling you that um, I'm showing off to all my friends. I'm super proud of you. I'm supporting you in your growth. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's both of you winning. Huh? Okay. Cool. This will be interesting. And this totally went completely different than I was expecting today. So this was <laughs> this is actually nice. This was interesting. Good. Thank I'm you. glad. You're welcome. Okay. okay. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Everyone's made for greatness, but not everyone executes on it. If you feel like you're hitting an invisible barrier and you're not living up to your full potential. Join us at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, where I'll show you exactly how to get out of your own way, apply the universal laws to your business, and scale quickly. Learn more and grab your ticket at theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. Thank you so much for joining us for Coaching Uncut. If you loved what you learned today, please leave us a comment and let us know. We always love a thumbs up or a five-star review, so thank you in advance for that. And if you want to take your life and your business to the next level and it's time to scale, please reach out to us and schedule a consult at theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. So that's 
theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. See you in the next episode. Rock it out and be unstoppable.